Daytime pod. Day pod. Sun is out. Nespresso pod. The sun is out. Yeah. The energy is low. Yeah. Yep. Because we, we're vampires. Right. <laughs> we going to get through it. Mm-hmm. Apology now to the Braga fans. The game is on right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, And this is the only available time that we could do the podcast this week. During the Braga game. Yep. yep. Everyone's getting jobs again. Fucking bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> God, I had to work. miss the Benfica game this week for a trial shift. At this point, I'm like, you know what? Just fire me on the spot. <laughs> Quit. I'd rather watch <laughs> yeah. the game. Just kill me. <laughs> <laughs> If I can't watch Benfica, it's a point of living. If I can't watch Benfica, I don't want to live. <laughs> so, so cheers, crack. Cheers, gentlemen. Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. Open wide for the soccer. We have top players. Portugal. Welcome to the Portugal Corner, the podcast where we talk about all things Portuguese soccer, the good, the bad, and the funny. I'm Evan. I'm Patrick. Justin. Chris. And this week is week 98. And we celebrate that with Ricardinho of Santa Clara. This man doesn't have any highlight reels. So <laughs> I just went with, uh, we're going to watch some Ricardinho, the futsal player. Oh, this guy was oh, amazing. Cool. Yeah. Nice. We, we still talk about the Santa Clara man. And the video is called Disrespectful Skills. Yeah. yeah. Nice. And they are pretty disrespectful. Futsal is a cool game, man. It's just crazy. Doesn't get no respect. He was, uh, was he not Euro Cup winner of. Uh, I think he, he won, won the it World all, man. Cup. He won everything with with Portugal in the futsal. I think he's literally like the greatest player that's of ever played time. the game. He's no, like, what about uh, Falcão, Brazilian guy? Oh, I don't know. In futsal? Yeah. Oh, you know futsal? Look at this guy though. You've never seen Brazilian Falcão? Guy's a wizard. Don't disrespect Ricardinho on the Portugal I'm corner. I'm not <laughs> disrespecting him. I'm just saying. But Ricardinho on Santa Clara came up at Rio Ave. And then apparently they just shipped him off to the Azores. And he's still there. He's doing all right. I think he's wearing number 10 now. Oh, that's good. The video's too good. The video's yeah, too we're good. mesmerized <laughs> by these yeah. skills. Well, they're so disrespectful. Frankly, he should be arrested for this. <laughs> yeah. I got no respect. Oh, oh we got to watch more futsal. Got to watch Ziki Tay. The shots are incredible because the net's so small and they got a goalie in there and the goalie can use his hands, can he? <laughs> of course. Yeah. And he can't, but not he can't he, stop. Not when you go that high. The goalies don't have gloves, though. Yeah, yeah, they do. They gotta have gloves. It's just their fingers, like, taped up and stuff. Moving on to the soccer. Let's keep some respect for the pod. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Europa League. We potted last week on Wednesday. So then the next day was Europa League. So we'll do a little backtrack on that. Sporting come back against the Michelin men of Norway. Pote back in his goal-scoring form. He gets two goals alongside Coates and then an own goal Sees the Lions win 4 nothing, 5-1 on aggregate. Yeah, good for them. They came back. They turned it on. Captain Coates bagging another goal, starting the party off. We were worried. 
we disrespected Sporting when they only drew 1-1 at home to the Michelin's. Oh, I think it's fair to say. 1-1 at home to, to Michelin. Mm. Yeah, and then they just turned it up the second leg. So they'll be going through. And uh, not much to comment on this game. They did what they were supposed to do. Yep. Pote's back in his uh, proper attacking position. And that's made a lot of difference. He's making waves again. Danny would be proud, especially not to see Pote sitting back, you know? Yeah. Playing wasted wasted potential. Yep. Brazilian wingback Paulinho on Midland gets a red card in the 38th, so I think that helped a lot. A lot with the situation. Ooh. Braga bite the dust after early goals by Andre Castro and Alvaro Jallo. They're overturned by the Italians, and the game ends 3-2, 7-2 on aggregate. Ouch. That's a tough one. I mean, I didn't think they were going to come back. I don't know if you guys did. Had some hope. The, the game. They, <laughs> they, had, they were up 2 nothing. Yeah, when they're up 2 nothing, I was like, oh, okay. Two more. Yeah, maybe just another two, you know, and it was early. Mm-hmm. But, uh, nope, they got dismantled. Dude, me and Chris were at our parents' house, and they didn't have, they don't have a box. So we were like, oh, we can't watch this game. We walk in. My mom's watching uh, Italian TV. They do, like, cooking shows. This guy, Rocco, was in Florence wearing a red shirt with white sleeves. And me and Chris were like, this is the closest we're going to get to Braga (laughs) and Florentina. (laughs) And it was. (laughs) Yeah. Damn, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Rocco made uh, some banging meal, and he had some banging babes come over. What a life that guy leads. I know, man. Just in Florence, beautiful place, beautiful city. And Braga got to go go visit there. Yeah, they did. They probably just went to the hotel and then went to the game, though. They don't really, I'm sure they don't really have time to. Uh, no, they gave Rocco that t shirt. Yeah. yeah. They don't, I don't know how much time they Let's have stop to ride by. a boat. See a statue of David? There's a lot of museums there. It's a beautiful city. They got to stay focused. Yeah. yeah. You got to stay focused. Don't get caught up <laughs> in the beauty. Yeah. <laughs> of the statue of David. You mm. get the win, then you go check things out. Right. Uh, this is a game the referee. Was alerted to um, Fiorentina scoring a goal through uh, goal line technology. And then VAR told him to take a look. He said, no, goal line technology is wrong. I looked at the replay. I am right. No <laughs> goal. He said, hey, yo, I'm tired of using technology. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are feeling like that actually lately. Yeah. But, uh, but what about when it's their job to follow technology? You get the final say. I thought the watch was... Indisputable. The That's watch, what I to thought. me, was the most accurate thing. The watch has chips it all over the ball, and apparently knows if the balls went all the way in or not. And then they give you that crazy look with the uh, what do you call it? Three D line. Yeah, this one over here. It. Yeah, and he's saying no. It's such a minuscule difference, but he's gonna go with his eyes. It it reminds me of that one with the. Uh, do you remember in the World Cup that one where we all thought the ball went out on the goal line and it crossed, but the guy crossed it back in. But then you're like, how would that stay in? But then we all oh, did Oh, Japan? A, yeah. But I yeah, believe yeah. Evan did a simple example with the carpet of like, okay, stand over here. Now stand over here and you'll see that it's out or something. Yeah. You know? But so, we didn't have technology. They yeah, we have didn't technology. Have, yeah, we didn't have the goal line technology, which apparently is not refutable. Yep. And then Mourinho shows his managerial experience taking Salzburg back to Rome with a 2 nothing win. Uh, 2-1 on aggregate goals from Bellotti and Dybala. Yep, good. Marino's going to stay in the tournament. He's going to take... I mean, he wants the Europa League after he won the Conference League. He's got to keep... Then, you know what you what's next. I have money on Roma to win the Europa League. Really? Wow. Yeah. There's still some big teams in there. 
And so all my, your bets go right. You win every yeah, time. Yeah, it's the only bet that I made. My only futures bet that I could still win. <laughs> okay. I uh, should have bet on the Leafs. So I should have done that. Mm, still can. Odds probably aren't as good. No, no, no. Another team still in the tournament, Manchester United. After Lewandowski penalty, the Red Devils turn things around with a 2-1 win, 4-3 on aggregate, and they send the Spaniards home. Fred uh, assist by Bruno and then an Anthony goal. That Bruno assist was really nice. He just pinged the ball over to Fred, top of the box. Yep. That Anthony goal was pretty nice, too. Yeah. Nice curled curler. it in one time like on a bounce. Yeah. Very nice. And uh, two massive, massive teams. Kind of fun that one has to go out in the uh, early rounds of the Europa League. Yeah, it's okay. It's only Barca. Yeah, it's just Barca. And they they want to win the the La Liga title yeah. anyways. They got no Portuguese players. What are we cheering for? That's right. Tell them. Um, Union Berlin, Hammer Ajax 3-1. Uh, they advance the next round. The milkman there. And then uh, PSV do their best to come back against Sevilla. Even managed to get Fabio Silva on the score sheet, but they cannot make up for the three goals they allowed in Spain. And it's 3-2. Sevilla go through. But little Fabio Silva. Scoring. Not so little anymore. No. He fills out that PSV red and white shirt pretty good. It's kind of jacked now, yeah. He kind of jacked. He liked it. I like that look. It's a good good shirt, PSV. Hey, man. Red and white stripes. I'm not saying it's a jersey, but I'm saying it's a nice shirt. <laughs> Looks good. <laughs> fills it out. Uh, so the round of 16 coming up next. Uh, Union Berlin versus uh, Union St. Gilois. They're still in this tournament, I guess. They're the guys that took down Braga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Union. Oh, these two unions are fighting each other. <laughs> Another union battle. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. Juve. Uh, Where's gonna... Jimmy Hoffa? Juve <laughs> <laughs> uh, facing Friedberg, Roma versus Sociedad, Sevilla, Fenerbahce against George Jesus, Leverkusen, and I don't know what that team is. What is that team? Feverin Cavros. Uh, United is playing Real Betis, Shakhtar is playing Feyenoord, and then Sporting and Arsenal face off. How do we feel about this? How does Bellerin feel about this? Mm. <laughs> they probably rigged it so that Bellerin could face his old team. They looked, they said, what are all the best matchups here? Okay, yeah. Bellerin against his old team. We'll yeah, it would be out. nice for him to play in the Emirates again, and he'll lose. Sporting already played Tottenham this year, and they beat them. Arsenal's better, of course, but yeah, uh, <laughs> much better. <laughs> this will be a lot tougher. I think, yeah, it, it also depends on what stretch of the Premier League it's in, like what team Arsenal wants to put out because... That's true. If they got big they games... They want to win the league. Yeah. They might take them easy, lightly, right? Yeah. This might be the week that they're just like, okay, whatever. We made a decent amount of money here. Fabio Vera is going to start for sure. Yeah, I it's going to be it's gonna be a B team. So who's the B team squad for Arsenal that doesn't come out on the on the regular weekends? Fabio Vera, Tamiyasu, Elneny maybe. El Nani, that guy's still around? Yeah, they re-signed him, actually. Uh, in Katia. Not bad. Those guys, they could probably do yeah, something. They can still do damage. Against Chermiti? Chermiti and Coates? I don't know. We'll see. It'll be a good one. Looking forward to that. Moving on to the Portuguese League. Uh, despite going down, a man in the 70th minute, Family Count battles back and scores the only goal of the game against Porto Minense through Leandro Sanca. Portuguese kid came up at Braga. He's owned by Spezia. He's on loan at Family Count. I think he scored last week too. Sankaman. Casapia midfielder Benny gets hit with a red card in the 75th, allowing Aruka substitute striker Rafa Mujica to come on and bag a brace for the boys in yellow. Pretty good game. Exciting goals. Nice little uh, cut in at the end. 
Is Kazapia's kind of honeymoon in, in the first division done? They've been in a little bit of a slump. They weren't going to just, like, I don't know, destroy every team. They'll still probably finish five, six spot, something like that. You know, they're just they're having a tougher go of it uh, the longer the season goes on. I feel like this, like, mid part of the season is really hard to predict any wins. Every time you're like, oh, that team's, you know, maybe higher in the table or a bit more on form, you're like, oh, they'll, they'll win that game, and then the team at the bottom wins it. Yeah, and the, the bottom team has a little more desperation because they see, like, there's only so many number of games left, so many number of points. We, we got to win this one. We got to hammer these guys. Yeah. It's yeah. becoming a weird jumble. Yeah, well, the the old the bigger teams, right? They're playing other tournaments. They're deeper into like the Tassas. Yeah, you know, they're in the Conference League, Europa League, Champions League, whatever. People are getting they're, tired. They're feeling it, right? And then uh, Benny puts his hands around someone's neck. Yeah, he says, "Does Benny have to choke a bitch?" <laughs> <laughs> but it was the uh, the last of the Mohicans. Can we say that? Uh, you yeah, just did. You just did. <laughs> okay. The last of the Mohicas. Is that the guy's <laughs> name? Last of the Mohicas for Aruka. Debag could not do it. All uh, right, moving on. Island battle. Santa Clara flies to Madeira to take on Maritimo. Gabriel Silva uh, opens the scoring for the Azorians to put them up one nothing. However, Maritimo would turn it around at home and win 3-1. Not the prettiest win. I think it was an own goal, a penalty, and then... It's like a late goal, but yeah, they did it at home. Gabby Silva's carrying this team, scoring like a maniac. Dude, he's so good. He should have had another like two or three goals there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he had some good chances. Yeah. But his defense is not helping him. An own goal? Yeah. Not good, Mr. Boateng. <laughs> nah. One of the Boateng brothers. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Gabriel Silva, he's on loan from Palmeiras. I didn't know that. How do you even... Get that going. They got some contacts in Brazil. Yeah. They got a lot of Brazilians. Oh. Maybe it's a loan to buy. It's like, hey, try this guy out for a bit. Try it before you buy it. But yeah. it's like, if you're Palmeiras and you're sending a guy to Santa Clara, is that like, he's toast. There's no chance. We're not. He's not coming back here. It's just like. I mean, they have no spot for him. And it's like, here, get some minutes over here, and then you'll come back next year. Maybe we'll see where you're at. Or we could just read about it and actually know what happened, but yeah. we'll speculate. Well, maybe it's also they're like, oh, go have fun on this island and see how much you want to play back in Brazil. <laughs> see how much harder you want to work for your spot when you get back. I think he just wants playing time, right? Yeah. Sounds like it. Yeah. That's generally the case, right? He's getting the playing time. He's getting the goals. And who yeah. knows? Maybe next. And then next year, maybe someone will be like, I don't know, Sporting will be like, hey, we need a striker. Then all of a sudden, now you're on Sporting. Yeah, you get some new eyes on you. He's making his own path. Uh, Benfica take on Vizela, and Joao Mario continues his high-scoring season with a tap-in and a penalty to win 2-0. Uh, Vizela did look really good. They had a couple close-scoring uh, close chances there. This game was very scary. Yeah, I bet. Vizela was like, getting some really good chances. Deals magic. There was one moment where um, Antonio Silva passes it back to Vlacadimos. Uh, kind of weird pass back. <laughs> but then he chests it, and it goes right to Oz Magic. Magic. And Otamendi tried to clear it, but it only bounced off this guy's shins right to another Vizella player. Yeah. Then that, that guy, guy luckily it. sucks. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I thought Oz Magic was going to do the chop finish again. Uh, That's what I was looking forward to. Mm -hmm. The game was still 0-0 at that point. That was in the first half. Got to say, Antonio Silva didn't really set that one up very nicely for his goaltender that was a very friendly pass mm -hmm. it's kind of tricky but it was like right at his chest so he's like oh i guess i have to chest it but yeah then it goes straight to his magic that might have been the only scenario where it doesn't end up in a goal what if he heads it like he maybe could have yeah and then he heads it right to his magic it goes in what if he heads it then it goes to antonio silva but someone there is waiting to pick it off and then it goes in 
So maybe you know a what? Different, uh, a, a different time. I'm going different timeline possibilities yeah. here. We'll, we'll never know. We just know that one didn't score. Yeah, and, it's great. and be grateful for that. Yes, be grateful for that second man coming in sucking ass. Yes, <laughs> and then um, the Joe Mario goal. It all started from uh, Gedge. He like ran like the whole field, like deked out a couple of guys. I don't know. Deked out or ran. Well, he went around them. <laughs> went around. What you're saying is it wasn't disrespectful. <laughs> it was. It was a very respectful run. Yeah, respectful yeah. run. Okay. No one felt disrespected. No ankles were broken <laughs> on the play. No. no, but it was a very good run. And then that uh, kind of bounces off a defender and goes over to Nares. Nares, nice pass to Joel Mario. Mm-hmm. Then he finishes it. Nares played well. No. Yep. You like, I like Nares in the starting lineup. <laughs> Always good to have Nares. <laughs> Schmidt finally did the thing everyone said he should do, which is stop putting Arsenis on the wings because he's not fast or anything. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. But yeah. he can still pop up in dangerous places or he's, when he's around the box, he can go inside the box. No one's saying he can't go inside the box. I'm not restricting him from going anywhere. I no. say you can go anywhere you want. But you're not a winger. <laughs> no. yeah. yeah. So who do you play? He played Mario on the left, Gage in the middle, and Nares on the, le- on the right? Some combination of... Uh, Neris Gedge and Mario up there. You guys all just stay up top. It's kind of fluid, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just all hang out over there. Uh Vizella's boy Anderson pushed down Neris at the ends, picked up a red card there. And then you guys were flying. Pretty fair second yellow. Yeah. yeah I think there's nothing that anyone would complain about. Foul and sloppy. He deserved it, yeah. You gotta fight hard. <laughs> there was another chance Vizella had where they hit the crossbar and then it bounced to another guy. And that he guy hit the post. Scary. He's, he's scaring me. Scary. The Woodward pooped myself a little bit there. <laughs> Tense game. But you know, sometimes like those wins, like even the the game before this, those very satisfying tight wins are just like that's what gets it going. You yeah. Know? You can't just show that's up nice. and beat everything for nothing. That's too much of a party. You yeah, know? yeah. You gotta have that those tense moments, those moments of it is kind of fun. Yeah. My dad's like getting pissed, like, fuck. And he's, like, he's getting like, stressed. I'm like, yeah, man, this is how it is. Like, <laughs> sometimes it's not just winning easily. Yeah. It's hard to watch a game with but him. I, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of having fun here. You tell him. Shit myself. These boys were trained by Alvaro Pacheco, the greatest manager that ever lived. And yeah. He's not there anymore, but they, they all were trained by him. Yeah, I'm telling him. Like, I wasn't that surprised. I know Vizella is a good team. Then uh, Grimaldo gets taken down in the box. Joel Mario, redemption penalty because he just missed one. He steps back up and slots it home coolly. Same spot that he missed, missed the, the other one, right? But he sent the goalie the other way. Yeah. So it was okay. It was good. Very nice. And then there was some confusion right after this. It cuts to uh, the bench and uh, Roger Schmidt gets a red card. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell? Why? And then he goes to the, the fans and he does 2-0 with his hands. Then we get the full camera view after and um, so much going on behind that bench. Because that was a tight little stadium. They just mm-hmm. got those two bunkers, one behind the net, one on the other opposite side of the field. And I guess... Uh, it's a uh, it's up north. There's a lot of portistas. It's a very but also Vizela has a very you're calling those fans portistas. A lot oh. of people were, <laughs> uh, yeah. But also Vizela is like what? Well, I, I bet portistas. They're Portis, proud of that team. Portistas part of their fans. second team. Yeah, if anything. But the Vizela fans are very passionate Vizela fans. So I can't just dismiss them all as portistas. Maybe they are just yeah. Vizella pay fans. them their respect. They wear blue and white every week, and they love their <laughs> team. <laughs> And so they, uh, there was some throwing of things at Roger Schmidt. You could see a water bottle, water hit bottle him. or a beer. Uh, yeah, I guess it can't be beer. Water bottle. He picked it up. He threw it back in the stands at him. Yeah. And then he gets the red, and then he gets the two. That's why he got the red for throwing the bottle in the crowd. Yeah. The old Matt Sundin throwing the stick on into the crowd. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. Similar. We're gonna be talking about the Leafs more and more. Yeah. <laughs> as, as the season heats up. Sorry, folks. But another way to endear yourself to the fans, right? Mm-hmm. Get heated. 
defend your team. I think the Vizel fans should be uh, proud that he even looked at them and gave oh. them that. Like they should feel good yeah. that they got that respect from him. That's true. Or disrespect from him. Oh, that yeah. was it was disrespectful on both on both parts. Yes. But you know, he um he sort of has had this very cool demeanor in the Portuguese league up mm. until now. They're breaking him. The well, heat's on. I, I was going to say yeah, he's been so like calm, cool, collective. But uh, yeah, water bottle back into the stands. Dude, you throw a bottle of Luzo or a small laranja, that's it. You're a different man in there. <laughs> you know? uh, so how do you guys feel about playing Family Count next week with no manager? With no manager is fine. I mean, the players know what to do. They'll be coached what to do. Some other guy will be making the subs. They have all technology now. Yeah. They probably have an earpiece or whatever. Yeah, he's on the radio. Yeah, he's going to be outside in the FBI van like Marine. <laughs> <laughs> They seem to be defending. Even the social medias are defending the club more. Rui Costa is like going after refs after the match, during the match, or whatever it was. That was Braga, right? That was Braga. So yeah, it's getting a little. It's just getting a little testy, I think. Mm-hmm. For that time know, of the year. It's that time of the year. The, uh, and you're in first place. You're feeling all these attacks coming from everywhere. You're like Scarface at the end, like paranoid, like all these fucking people are after yeah. me. You know. Mm-hmm. So. When's the last time you guys dropped points? Was it still just Braga that first game back? Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, you're on a five-game win streak now. Wild. Wild stuff. Um, all right, moving on. Bovista dashed Passage's hopes once again, uh, going up three goals through Yusufa, Kenji Gori, and Ricardo Mangas. Passage inject the great Nico Gaetan alongside Paulo B, and they lift that midfield to an instant goal by Butsky. <laughs> now that game ends 3-1. Little Butsky. But, Butsky. But, but, but. but. The time Shout out Kenji Gori. That goal was amazing, man. He was cooking, is what you said. He was cooking. He came in on the wings, cut inside. The opposite Ian Robin just bent it in. It was beautiful. And then he came in on our Twitter account and liked our tweet. Yep. We're famous, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. He's doing that name check, so you want to shout out Kenji Gori. Well, he'll he'll like it. I think we can DM him now and ask him to come on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so sure. fly down, fly over to Toronto. Yeah, because yeah, we only do it in here in this basement. <laughs> yeah, sure. tell him next time he's in the area, pop in. <laughs> sure, uh, on a Monday. Yeah, yeah it's a Monday. It's got to be a Monday yeah. though. Well, he probably doesn't have Mondays off. Uh, he if he plays on Sunday, hundred percent has Mondays uh, off. Right. That's his off day. Well, it's out. just you, Chris. Then. Yeah. It's I'll just off. you who can't get Mondays off. I'll eh? figure it out. <laughs> I'll figure it out for Kenji. I'll figure it out. <laughs> Ricardo Mangish. It's pretty good. Mangish. He's Algarveiro. Oh, is he? Yeah. Okay. Coming up at Bovista. Yeah, yeah. Going all the way yeah. to the north. And Yusufa on the score sheet again, throwing down those gang signs, shooting, mm. shooting at the camera. Did he do that same celebration? Yep. Nice. That's a little violent. I think they got sus- they they should find him for Suspended. that. No. <laughs> find him. Why you do NFL does? You can't be shooting people. Oh, that's America though. Well, they oh, have wait. shooting problems. Wait, I forgot that guy had. Took out the AK. And we just mentioned it last week. I yeah. forgot about it's that. It's not this guy. I think just send him a strong email. Say, don't <laughs> do that anymore, please. Well, then, yeah. because then where do you draw the line? Because then I'd also have to stop Gonzalo Ramos. But he's not shooting at anyone. He's just blowing He finished off. shooting. He shot at the net. That's right. And then he's blowing. Now he's just blowing off his guns. Yeah. As one, like an old Western. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying fake guns 
when you already shot is fine, but fake guns in the act of shooting is not good. Blah, 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 at the camera? You can't do that. <laughs> or the crowd. But you can blow off the smoke from your already fired fake gun. That's right. Okay. I think this is favoritism to the teams at the top, and I will not stand for this. What about one where, like, okay, so, like, you score, and then you do, like, a jacking off move. <laughs> Whoa. Hey. Now, that would be gross, but what if you do one where you're like, oh, oh, oh it just came. <laughs> yeah. Now, oh. is that, one would be less... Worse than the other, You're right. right? The coming one is <laughs> in the process not of coming. Not as bad. Like as you just have like off. a full body dry heave. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. All right, let's move on. Yeah, <laughs> not for that. <laughs> I could have kept talking about that for like 10 minutes. <laughs> um, okay, despite a high energy start from Porto, frontmen Taremi and Namasu take an early lead of the game. Game is tied by future Porto striker friend Navarro. And then the 30th minute, Juan Mario will get a red card for blocking a through ball with his arm. More injustice. Penalty given to Jill. Uh, soft Uribe challenge in the box. They go up 2-1. That's the final score. Uribe would eventually get a red as well. And the Dragons finish with, what, nine players on the field? I didn't like this game at all. That Uribe challenge in the box was so weak. I don't understand how that was a penalty. Let, let's start from the beginning. Which one was first? <laughs> <laughs> we went flying high. Right. Namasu Taremi running down the field. First minute. First 15 seconds. First 15 seconds. Offside, offside goal, but... It was offside. Yeah. It was. Oh, it was definitely offside. So Taremi and the boys are playing well. Yeah. They're flying. Nam three minutes later? Three minutes later, real goal. Real goal, exactly. Namasu to Taremi. Namasu, fantastic game. Hit the crossbar not too much longer after that, too. But then Jovi sent in slouch. They got it to 1-1, correct? Yeah. Okay, so they got it to 1-1 on their own. No help from any... Yeah, yeah. From any refs just playing the game of football. Mm -hmm. So then they're playing a little longer, and Jovi Sen has another attack. So they're trying to get go up 2-1. So they're they're in the game. They're not like this game wasn't fully end to them. They were at least they could have tied no. on their own. Yeah. But then there's some crucial mistakes made by Porto. One of them being João Mario blocks the hand. Argu arguably our best player right now. Yeah. He the gets right. the he gets Meg with the pass. It was going to go to a defender, or sorry, to an attacker yeah. in the box. And in his motion of sort of sliding for it, he grabs the ball so it doesn't pass him on the beat on the behind. Thing. Yeah, blocks the through ball. I don't see how that's a direct red. He was outside the box. It's an original yellow. Yeah, it's a handball. It's one thing to stop a scoring chance, but it's like you're stopping a through ball to a guy running in on the wing. I will just I say he was falling. Like his hand went down because he was falling. It yeah, but then he kind of grabbed it afterwards, and that's like an intentional handball. Yeah, like, that that intentional handball looks, is a red. That looked. Did bad. the whistle blow when the first hand hit the ball? Yeah, I think yes. so. Because so they gave, the he gave him a, over there. He the gave him a yellow on the field, and then they VAR reviewed it and said give him a red. Yeah, I disagree. I think it should just be a yellow. Yeah, outside yeah. the box, I don't think that should be a red. I'm kind of with that call too. I was. A Totally fine with it. It's very reminiscent to me of the Uruguay-Portugal game in the World Cup where Bruno Fernandes made that guy and it hit his hand behind. Mm -hmm. And we're saying, well, that's the most unnatural. We said at the time, that's the most unnatural position of all. What's your hand doing on the ground? Right? Yeah. But that guy did not get a red card. And I think maybe it's because they already gave him a penalty. For this one, he couldn't get a penalty because he was outside the box. You're just getting a free kick. But what yeah. the hell? That was our freaking scoring free, chance. Free kick and a yellow card, though. Free kick and a yellow card. It's like, you don't know how that pass is going to go through. Maybe the guy gets to it. Like, I don't know. I just think it was a terrible call, man. I don't think you can give a red card on that. I don't think it was a terrible call. I think it was a by-the-books call and harsh. Yeah. It was definitely a harsh call. 
then the game continues. They're playing down a man. <laughs> and then they get a penalty inside the box, which another, like, crazy harsh call. Uribe's, like, yeah. shielding the guy. He controls the ball with his right foot, and then at the back of his left heel lands on the guy's, like, ankle or something. I mean, I don't think that's enough for a penalty either. That was pretty soft, yeah. Dude, that's so weak. And it's like, we're you've already given us a red. We're down a man, and you're going to give us a, a shitty penalty like that? I honestly don't think it was, because then also, like, he he's shielding the ball, which you're yeah. allowed to do. That guy was never gonna get to it. He's like here, 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 that's shielding, thing. covering it, letting it the ball go out, and that's good defense. Yeah, I thought that was fine, man. I don't know. This whole game was fishy. You know what? You know what this is? Let me tell you what this is. This is a derivative of and you can take it back, you can you can follow the track of why this is a penalty from Antonio Silva on Sporting. They gave that one, and now ever since then, it's set a precedent. So every time something like that happens, and what was the other one? I don't know. We had another one recently exactly like it we talked about. This one wasn't a penalty. That one wasn't a penalty. It was the Braga game, I think it was. Oh, yeah, yeah, That was not a penalty, yeah. Those All those ones, they're all the same play, and they have to keep giving it because they gave the first one, I feel like. Mm. So it's like the legal system. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly like that. Once a lawyer sets a precedent... The judge has to rule on that. Yeah, now they're having to do the same thing every single time. They should be never gave that first one against Benfica. Now you wouldn't have to be dealing with all these other stupid ones. We need to clear this slate. That's right. It's bullshit. <laughs> um, be more inconsistent. Yeah. <laughs> but then uh, what ends up happening with the shot is that uh, it, almost a ball don't lie situation where Diego Costa actually got his hand to it. So it was just a little higher. He was already yeah. He was already falling on his jump, and he just couldn't get his hand there. He needed a stronger hand on. That yeah, one. he got a good chunk of it, but I don't know. He's all out of saves. He's been doing a lot of work these past couple of days. Yeah, Rebe gets a red, which I get. He was playing pretty rough. He gave away the penalty, whether or not you agree with it. But you know, three or four fouls of that magnitude. The one he gave was the the first one he gave was definitely yellow, and the second one he gave was definitely yellow. So. Yeah, I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. They're both fair yellows. If we didn't go down a man on that first red card, maybe he wouldn't be playing so hard. You know? Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah, you put yourself in a weird situation, and then uh, Pep uh, gets kept on the field when he got a very reminiscent <laughs> foul of uh, Pizzi, and uh, that was crazy. <laughs> that was brutal. He almost fucked that guy's leg Could've up completely. Snapped that leg. No card. That was like worse than the ball one. <laughs> Yeah, that did look a little bit worse than Bob PC. The Bob one, he like finishes his step. That the Pep yeah. one, he looks like he hit it and then he pulled back because mm. he was like, "Oh shit!" And then he was like, "Oh, sorry, sorry." But Pep sorry. was higher. Pep was a little higher, yeah. Pep oh, he did, oh, actually, he does finish his step as well. Dude, yeah. That looks so bad. That should have been a red card for sure. Ooh, yeah, that's, that's a like, oh, that's a direct red. <laughs> But you know what? It was his birthday, and that was his birthday <laughs> gift from the league. But you know what? On his birthday, wouldn't it be nothing more fitting than to give the guy a red card? Like, I that, think so. That could be a you present. Know? Happy 40th birthday. <laughs> your fucking red card. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. the next three games off. <laughs> yeah, here's a vacation. And then, I mean, if that happened, that would be wild. That Well, I guess Uribe would get to play, right? Two yellows doesn't make a suspension, does it? A red, yeah. A red's a suspension. Direct red, yeah. So then the next game even without two, even two yellows, you get you get a suspension. The next game without Drum Mario Uribe and Pep would be like oh a very God. depleted lineup, right? <laughs> yeah. So, but you'd still have Pep. Yeah. One thing I was thinking about too is like the beginning of the season, Pep like never played. Then the World Cup happens, and now he's playing all the time, and he's playing out of his skull. He's been amazing the past couple of weeks as he's just a great defender. Him and Marcano carrying. Yeah. So our uh, how we saw this game was we were at uh, our grandfather's for his uh, birthday, 
Happy birthday. Parabéns. Happy birthday, Chico. Uh, and <laughs> they don't have no box or anything. So we went old school. Like after the lunch, we saw what was happening in the game. We're like, we got to tune into this. We're listening to it on the radio. Nice. <laughs> it's pretty exciting on the radio, but yeah. I just wish you were watching. The, ra- okay, the radio guy has, is full of life. Yeah. I remember back in the day, my dad used to turn on the radio and lower the volume on the TV. That's the way to do it, yeah. Because he's like, this guy's wild. I want to hear yep. this guy. But only if it matches up. Right? Well, like that's the one thing. could be ahead. Yeah. I was too young and I didn't speak the language, so I couldn't tell. <laughs> but it sounded wild. But yeah, so we're listening and all we're hearing is the, po- the point where this is already after the second yellow. And it's just it's just Porto attacking. Yeah. And then my grandfather said, well, if they score, they deserve to score. They're down two men. And like and then they did score. They got the Eustachio goal. That was like, crazy. This is scored. incredible. They're down two men. They're pushing the play and they're tying up the game. That Portoguera. And like, I'm listening on the radio. I'm like, is this real? Like, yeah. I'm not watching. Like, how do they do that? <laughs> Dude, Eustachio, he had a great game. It's great to have him back in the squad. They definitely need him, especially if Joao Mario is going to be gone next week. So mad that that goal didn't count. Yeah. That was disappointing. Just as a Porto fan, as a Canadian, and it was 32 centimeters. We got to, dude, they got to do something about these. That's like, a whole ruler. That's like, a long. Nah, yeah, no, that's a long. Like, you can't complain about that one. Yeah, but it's probably like his shoulders. I don't know, man. <laughs> it was his we shoulders. Need a, we, need a, we need a grace period. Well, if there is a grace period, it's going to be a lot shorter than 32 <laughs> yeah. centimeters. I promise you that. Uh, about, yeah, it's about a foot. I think that's fair. Nah. I don't disagree. Yeah. Yeah, we dropped points, sadly. Braga about to kick off right now if they win today in the Mino Derby, which I don't think they are. Braga gets a red card, and what? now they're losing one nothing. So? Holy crap. That's okay for Porto. Not looking good for Braga. No. I, I will say I want to just, you know, uh, Pat. Actually, Chris, can you put Pat me on the back, please? Thank you. I believe a couple weeks ago, I looked at Porto's schedule. I said, I don't know, something about it. I think February is a month where they might drop points. Now, Gil Vicente at home, I would not think that they would drop points against. Neither did Vil- I. Vil- Gil Vicente's not having a good game. I mean, a good season, pardon me. But you never know when things like this could happen. Yeah. Just a lot of schedule congestion. They just played. And it uh, looks like I was right. Looks like and I, you're great at looking at the schedule and predicting <laughs> if someone's going to go on a run or yeah. if there's someone's going to drop points somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So far. Such a broad prediction. In this entire month, they <laughs> may drop points. May Damn, I can't believe I got that right. <laughs> Just Stradamus over yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to Longball, and they said, oh, Passage is going to go on a run. I was looking at their next few games, and they got wrecked on the weekend. Uh, I was like, oh, runs. they're trying to call runs now. <laughs> it's, the, it's the podcast curse, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it was Porto, though, man. Namazu look good up front, still a little young. I don't know. They got to figure out their striking combos. Taremi, Taremi's obviously the starter. Patrick's like to call him Mr. Bean. Yeah, I think Taremi's the Mr. Bean of the Portuguese league. <laughs> what <laughs> makes you say that? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he's just the way he moves, you know. He's kind of beany. He's, cl- yeah. he's clumsy. His voice <laughs> yeah. is really high. Yeah. Senor Feijão. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't say much. He just goes, Bean. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> Taremi. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. They got to figure out that striking combination. Galeno's still injured. <sighs> Portals in, I don't know. Bad time of the year. They got to turn things around. Oh, yeah, the injuries. Where's your favorite man, Veron? I don't know, man. I think he's too young. Conte Sal doesn't trust him yet. Mm. We got to see uh, We got to see a little of 
the other of the other Concesal this weekend. I had no because I heard his name on the radio. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Rodrigo? Oh yeah. yeah, Juan Mario got a red card. He's the fill-in man right back there. Yeah, he's played a couple times this year already. He does all right, but whenever Juan Mario's fit, he's definitely number one. They're down one nothing to Inter. Yep, they could turn that around. That's true. And these reds don't affect that, so of course not. See how it goes. Uh, another shout out. Happy birthday to Pep. Turned 40. Made it through the 90 minutes there. Congratulations to him. Then today, Sporting beat Estoril 2-0. Goals by Trincao and Bellerin. Spanish boy gets the first goal. And Trincao just fucking walks his way through the box. Gets a nice uh, beauty. Yep. Nice beauty. Nice deeks. A little disrespectful. A little disrespectful. Disres- you know there. why? Because I finally took him off my real fever team. I gave up on him. Mm. Yeah. And now he's going to start playing well. We're all cursed, man. Estoril recently fired uh, Verissimo, their mm. coach, Nelson Verissimo, formerly at Benfica. Is this the end of uh, Thiago Gouveia's run there? <laughs> well, why? Because uh, they're Benfica's Benfica buddies. Friends? Yeah. I think he's still one of their no. better players. <laughs> they're going to the keep him. Yeah. I would think so. They're, they haven't been in great form the past couple weeks, I don't think, which is why he got fired. So Yeah. And. Uh, Looks like Sporting avoided the new manager bounce, which Danny said that they always end up getting, is someone fires a coach right before they face Sporting and then try and get points off them <laughs> on that first game. And they play out of their skin, right? But that did not happen. Estoril in 15th place. Jesus Christ. I mean, they're ahead of Maritimo. Oh, man, Santa Clara dropped down to 17th. Maritimo's in safety after beating... Uh, Santa Clara, yeah, that was the six six pointer there. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, safety but jeopardy because they still got the playoff and... We've seen the the first division team playoff lose. Yeah. Well, you'll take the playoff though if you have to. It's better than automatic elimination. Paso still in the bottom, twelve points. Uh, Benfica in first, sitting with fifty nine points. Porto in second, fifty one. Braga in third with forty nine. Um, they're still playing at the moment, but if they lose that game, they're going to be sitting with forty nine. Sporting in fourth with forty four. Guima Range in fifth. Eight point lead with twelve to go. It's not safe, no. but it's better than five. Yeah. It's very nice. Guys found yourself some breathing room there, as they like to say. Neil, I think we can use his tweet because yeah, go he's a it. good friend of the pod. He said, I wanna I wanna win in the second last day in the Alvalade. And I'm thinking, I'd like to win it before that. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a way before. Mm-hmm. As early as possible, please. Porto loses all the rest of their games, Benfica wins all the rest of their games, whenever that mathematically early can as possible, happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eight games, seven games left. Does Benfica ever win, get that, like, poetic justice? I feel like there's so many times where it happens for Porto, where it's like, we beat you guys at the lose or something and win, like, take the championship. We've won a title in the Alvalade before. Yeah? Yeah. I think it was the last game of the season. We've also broken their undefeated season, which is less good. That's more like a schadenfreude thing, but we got it. Something I wanted to do that season. Yeah. (laughs) We had no other goals that (laughs) season, so that was nice. (laughs) This year, we can't get an undefeated season because of Braga. Fuck them. But, you know, oh well. All right. Anything else on Portuguese League? The discourse lately has just all been about calls and refing. Yeah. That's how it always is. I do have to say, like, that is the most boring part of football to me. Like, I like it in England where, like, it, they're talking about the games, and then they talk a little bit about the refing, and mm-hmm. then they'll say, like, that was shambolic, but then they'll just move on. These people can't move on. It's just like, you did yeah. this happen to my club, and now your club's, what about that one? They're watching every single foul. Like, the calls aren't even. The calls are never going to be even, man. Each game is its own microcosm of calls. You can't just look at that and then say, what about this in another game? Every game's ref differently by a different ref. 
and how they see the and game. And that ref's having a different you, day every time. Maybe he wakes up. Maybe he's got a coffee. Maybe he's out of pods. Yeah. Who knows how his day started? <laughs> right? There's just so many variables. I mean. It's very childish. It is, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, like, then you're blaming the refs for everything. It's like, the refs, you know, they're a big part of the game, but, like, you can't blame them for the entire season. You know? less, less than childish, too, it's, like, it's unsporting. Right? Mm. It's like, and that's why you feel like so many people say this in Portuguese. It's like, I'm not a fan of football. I'm a fan of, of Benfica. And it is true. It's like, I just like this club. I actually don't care about football the games. or games or anything. <laughs> right. It's like, it's not what I tune into sport to watch personally yeah. is to talk about the refing. So, and like all the like pundits on the shows, like Trio Attack and stuff, they all they talk about is calls and refs. Like, yeah. why aren't they talking about how Kenji Gori was cooking? Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Man's true. on fire. Anyways. Uh, a little break in the pod. Thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying our nonsense, just a reminder to share and subscribe to our pod as well as leave a rating or review. Helps other people find the podcast so it can continue to grow. Thanks for all the support and engagement online. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. And um, yeah, let's do it. England. Uh, Friday, Wolves versus the new Portuguese force Fulham. They face off to a 1-1 draw. Sarabia gets his first goal as a Wolf. And then Fulham would tie it up through a spectacular shot by Manor Solomon. Nice goal. Nice curler in there. Uh, Paulinho picks up his 10th yellow card and gets a two-game suspension. Yeah. Dude, even with the first yellow, he was still playing so aggressive. Yeah. Like, he just he's relentless. I think that's the only way he knows how to play. Yeah. This is a great tackler of the ball. Yeah. England is perfect for him. We've said it a million times. Uh, Except for his 11th game. He won't make it. <laughs> He'll have to miss that one. Yeah. <laughs> we kind of talked about this last week. Are people still liking Wolves or are people on the Fulham? The Indie Wolves, as he called them, Justin. Yes. And uh, we did a little little research. Apparently, people are more into Fulham now. They're <laughs> right dropping on. the Wolves. Yeah, I've been so done with Wolves for a while. Just like such shit football to watch. I still watch them every week. Yeah. 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 <laughs> It's just, I don't know, there's been so many games where they're so, they just don't score. And you're like, what am I watching if they're not scoring? But they have so many, in, they have so many interesting players, though. Like Adama Traore, yeah. so interesting. You want to watch yeah. him. Podence and Neto, Moutinho and Neves. And then you got those right wing backs, Semedo and Chiquinho. I don't think Chiquinho plays much at all, but when Semedo's on there, he's... Yeah, Chiquinho's like more of a forward, him. so he's kind of competing with Traore. Yeah. Jose Sa's even been playing pretty good lately. Yeah, he had a, he had a great game. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't, I don't want to give up on Wolves just yet. I mean, just because the amount of Portuguese that they carry, you know. But yeah. I'll tell you what. When I'm off in the middle of the day and I see Wolves games on, I get fucking excited. Yeah. Ooh. I'm just like, hell yeah. Oh, still getting hard for Wolves. I get hard for Wolves, yeah. Mm. Our boy, CD Barros, at it again. He's asking about uh, losing Paulinha on Sporting. And he was saying, was Paulinha a bigger loss than uh, Mateus Nunes and Poro? Oh, I forgot yes. to mention Mateus Nunes when talking about Wolves, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't even know if he's playing that often. I don't think he's he there that game. He's he in? Yeah, he would play. Nice. Him and Lamina. Got a similar vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Lamina and uh, Adama have a similar look. Yep. I can't even tell which is which now. Personally, uh, so back about the Polino and Nunes portal sales. I don't know if we're the right podcast to ask that question, yeah. too. We don't follow sporting that right, closely, take, take a stab at it. I'll take a stab. Mm, I'm going to say that probably yes. <laughs> Paulina yeah. was scoring. He was... He was a beast. He was a he was beasting and feasting. Yeah. So... I think Nunge, I think Nunge is the engine, was the engine of that team. I, f- I feel like he was the biggest loss, personally. 
I think, yeah. New- and especially in that time, Nunes really had this a great season, mm-hmm. right? And then they were coming into their own. I think they finished second that the the year where he Last started season? playing every game. Yeah. So what he could have done even this year would have been expanding on that. So even been a better player in the league. Instead, he goes to Wolves and he takes a step back because of that first ad- adjustment year. But th- he's had glimpses on Wolves. Yeah. Really. Now he's had his moments. But you know what? Then they they put in Ugarth and they're giving these young kids a chance. So yeah. their losses, that is wh- why they're finishing, probably going to be finishing third, maybe fourth, but probably third. Because they're giving away all that talent. Yeah. Uh, they're opening new doors. Arsenal played Leicester. Trossard denied a beautiful curler early on in the game. Uh, Gunners would be redeemed by a Martinelli goal in the 46th to take it 1 nothing. Gunners look good. Looking look good. good. No striker. They hate all their strikers. There's no <laughs> Jesus. So, Trissard, false nine. Dude, he's great, though. Yeah, he's really good. Fantastic. And then uh, Martinelli scored that goal. He was, like, injured right after. Oh, no. He was, like, on the ground. No celebration. Did the Fabio celebration was injured. Did Fabio <laughs> Vieira go check on him? Go check yes, in on him? He had to, yeah. Shit. Give him a little kiss. <laughs> but, no, he was, he was okay after. That's good. Bernardo froze out of the city squad again as they make quick work of Burnmouth. Uh, Pep opts to try out some of their youth players. They beat the team 4-1. Terminator back at it. Scoring goals. I think Phil Foden got one and maybe De Bruyne. Then Palace and Liverpool play to a 0-0 stinker. Jordan Henderson takes Trent's ball to the face to stop the best scoring chance of the match. That was so frustrating. (laughs) I think me and uh, Trent made the exact same reaction. We're like, this Fuck! Both our hands just went up. And we're like, God damn this motherfucker right now. <laughs> that ball's going in. Oh yeah, no one was in front of him. Yeah, it's going top shelf for sure. How did Jota play? He didn't play that great, to be honest. I wasn't. Would you rather have Darwin played? Yeah, I think so. Damn. I think so yeah, he Darwin. had he had a couple of chances and like kind of flubbed them. Like I don't know, he wasn't opening that much space and like did he play on the wing or in the center because like in the center played in the center yeah and then Gak- rusty gakpo on the oh wing? no sorry jota did play on the wing yeah gakpo was in the center so maybe that's so maybe maybe that's what the issue was i'd rather have darwin on the wing than jota on the wing no gakpo you drop that guy he's mean nothing to you leave him but i think if well, you can only have I so put, many attackers i put i would rather have darwin on the wing and jota in the middle and rather, salah and salah yeah that's because you're portuguese biased no no, you think, think Jota is a more effective player than Gakpo? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Gakpo hasn't done shit. He's scored recently two or three goals lately. But yeah. Like he's also new there. Jota's put in his time. He scored a shit ton of goals for our Ga- Liverpool. Gakpo. Seniority. Oh, seniority. He has to go to the <laughs> union. <laughs> go yeah. to Union Berlin. Say, hey, I have yeah. more seniority. Yeah. No, Gakpo is on the up right now. He has like he scored his first goal. I think he scored a, a second one. It made sense for him to play over Jota. And then Fabio Carvalho is just not in the team anymore. Dude, I don't know what's going on with that <laughs> kid. I don't know what's going on. He needs Still to go young. to. Oh, I told you where he needs to go. He needs to go to Sporting. Yeah. Wait, we don't care about him anymore because he he says he wants to play for England. Yeah, he doesn't even want to play for Portugal anymore. Did he get capped or not yet? No, he hasn't been capped. You don't remember before the for the under twenty ones? He said, "I'm not playing for the Portuguese under twenty ones." Yeah, and he's like, "I'll play for England, the main team." I think he thought he was going to get called to the World Cup <laughs> or something. Get the hell out of here! Oh my God, do I have to burn my jersey? <laughs> no, yeah. still Portuguese name, but uh, I don't know. He might might switch over. Maybe his career will go to shit, and he'll play on neither. That's right. <laughs> That's what you get when you turn your back on Portugal. <laughs> uh, Sunday, the Carabao Cup final happened. 
the most prestigious cup in all of England. It's won by the Red Devils of Manchester. As they take down Newcastle 2-0. Goals from Casimero and Rashford. I like that they know how prestigious it is by because the, they made it little. Look how little it is. <laughs> it's a little cup. It's just a little cup. You can tell by the cup. Yeah. yeah. So a nice little picture of Bruno, Dallo, and Varane celebrating. Uh, Christy said this upstairs. Looks weird when you see Harry Maguire lift the trophy. Yeah, it made <laughs> me really uncomfortable. I was like, oh, <laughs> doesn't look great. That can't be anything special. Yeah. <laughs> He's still technically the captain. Yeah. Uh, that bum. Well, you know, whenever like a team kind of like starts their quote-unquote dynasty, or at least their like, you know, big run of forms, a lot of times the first cup that they win, because it's the earliest in the season, is this one. You know, so Mourinho, the first cup he won in uh, England was that he went on to win the Premier League that same year and then won a bunch of titles with Chelsea, FA Cups and stuff like that. So it's a rite of passage. That's what you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Well, they could still win the quadruple. That's right. That's the quad. first of the quadruple. Quad still is alive. For the quad. Quad is alive. The quad's alive. Arsenal's still in the lead. Two points up from City. Oh, with a game in hand. So that would be five points if they win it. Uh, United in third. 49 points. Tottenham in fourth. Newcastle dropped to fifth now. Inter- oh, they're two games back, though, because of the Carabao Cup. Uh, Liverpool in seventh. Fulham in sixth. Chelsea in tenth. Wolves down in 15th place. Go up. Fulham's played. Fulham Tottenham played 25 games. Some people are still in 22. Crazy. That's, what, that's <laughs> the craziest thing, too. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. But you said the quad's alive, but it's a, it's a Europa quad. It is a Europa so quad. So it's, it's a quad with an asterisk. Uh, you can't asterisk a Europa Quad's quad. A quad. Yeah. Quad's okay. a quad. I guess a quad's Dude, a quad. It's the only tournament they were in, right? It could, yeah, be, it could be a conference league quad. Yeah. yeah. Double asterisk. Exactly. What if Mourinho won Serie A, the Coppa Italia, the conference league? That's yeah. still a triple. We have, we must, before we move, a, move on, mention Chelsea. Enzo Fernandez <laughs> cut his blonde hair. Look how happy you are to <laughs> talk shit about <laughs> Chelsea right now. Passed the ball away, I think, and uh, they lost to what team? Tottenham. 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 Yeah. They lost ah, to the Spurs. Spurs. Yes. Tottenham had their fucking number. I don't know. Maybe it's that Tottenham Arena. Those those uh those Spurs like to play in there, man. Potter yeah. is under fire. <laughs> and yeah. I would love if they just gave up on this man and he doesn't know what he's doing. They don't want to stick with him. They don't want to do like the Klopp Arteta stick with the guy. He'll turn <laughs> out good. They're like. Fuck it. Just well, get dude, someone else. Even the announcer. The announcer had me convinced that he can coach Chelsea better than Potter. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, every time in the lineup, he's like, there's four new guys. He's like, it's basically a new team every time. He's like, he's like, they gotta pick their best eleven men and stick with it. He's like, look at Arsenal. Relatively the same eleven guys every time. He's like, it's right. working for them. He's like, Chelsea, he's like, there's no consistency. Yeah. Well, Conte's coming back soon. I think that will change them tremendously. Yeah. Because then you get Enzo moving more up the field and you know Enzo's not a bad player he's not gonna fail I'll tell you that right now tell you that for free actually thanks <laughs> this whole podcast is for free so I'm telling you everything for free but it's just funny to see him uh slipping you know slipping and falling flat yeah. on his face I love it but don't bring Jean Felix down with you well Jean Felix has to make his own chances and score his own goals you know what I mean oh he has he's his a, chances he's the most he always he has his chances. chances why yeah. is he missing all his chances it's very bizarre and you know what this team needs they need a former manager that's been in the Premier League already, knows how to work with Jerome Felix. Let's bring back Bruno Lodge. <laughs> Whoa. This is the answer. 
That would be funny. Just like how remember when Spurs brought in fucking uh Spiritu Santo? We're like, why are they doing this? Yeah. That'd be so funny if Chelsea did it with Lodge. Son hated it, hated them. Yeah. yeah. I think everyone hated him. It's a short run for him. But yeah, yeah Juan Felix, it's it's weird because you see him and you're like, Man, this guy is amazing. He looks so good. Like everything all his moves are beautiful, but then it's like never makes that final assist or doesn't make that final shot on net like but it's weird because when he was on atletico he was scoring he'd come on for like 10 minutes score a goal like mm-hmm. you know I don't, I don't know i think he needs a good striker partner yeah it's a london curse all right moving on to france lil come back from an early tiago Jallo own goal to win 2-1 against brest uh defenders diacate and ribeiro score for the dogs paulo fonseca would receive a late red card our boy. Getting heated, but good win for them. Uh, Mbappe and Messi continue to be best buds. They score and assist each other's goals in a 3-1 win over Marseille. Very nice goals. Uh, it was a Nuno battle on the wing. Nuno Tavares versus Nuno Mens. Nice. Nuno Mens, I mean, he has more stacked team, so. Yep. <laughs> and he's probably just a better player. He's a much better player. Oh, yeah. Hey, Tavares is pretty good. Hey, he, had, he had a couple good chances. I like Tavares. Nothing against him, but yeah. I think Nuno Mendes is definitely better. Yep. Appa- apparently, uh, Vitinha is getting some flack from the big stars on the team. He's tackling them a bit too hard in training. Yeah, they can't handle it. Bust he's up. A, he's a little guy, though. Bust up with Neymar and then I think recently one with Messi. Yeah. Wow. But these Messi and Neymar are probably like, don't ta- don't tackle me at all. What I are you know. doing? Like I have the ball. <laughs> this is my training, and you're just here. You're a NPC. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is my team. You're a fucking NPC. Leave me alone. Well, yeah. they're older and brittle. Like they can't afford to get this is what injured in training. You know when you go to the FBI training and you're you're training the canines. And you have to wear those big padded things. <laughs> Maybe Messi and Neymar should just wear those <laughs> and let Vitinha train like the canine he is. Yeah. <laughs> Biting his balls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Messi hit 700 club goals for his career. Kudos. Didn't Ronaldo do that a while back? <laughs> Probably a long time ago. Ronaldo just hit 500 league play goals. He just hit 500 goals in Saudi Arabia, I think, too, right? <laughs> <laughs> just about. Yeah. Uh, PSG in first place, 60 points right behind them. Marseille, who could have made this uh, a little more interesting. They're 52 points. And then Monaco, Len, and Rene. Yeah, that was a that was a big six-pointer game, right? If mm-hmm. they don't win that game, then they're, the lead is almost it's down to like much three, even, yeah. three, four points, right? So that was huge for them because I was saying it used to be like, I think earlier on in the season we were like called the, the titles for PSG and Bayern. We're like, it's over. It's over. And now they're both like in the middle of these races. Victor Oshiman hits his 19th goal in 20 games in the Serie A appearances as they beat Empoli 2-0. Mario Rui would get a red card at the end of the game. Oh, oh. What's with all the red cards? <laughs> a lot of red cards this week, man. AC Milan win big points on the table as they beat Atalanta 2-0. Uh, and they welcome back Zlatan to the strike force. He's back at it. Nice. We were just talking about this the other night. Dude, what about these jerseys here? I like They're- it. It's like 8-bit. They're kind of <laughs> weird, man. I actually don't hate it. It's not bad. It's okay. It's okay. Like little pixels. Yeah. It's it's. Remember last year's one with the black, red, and white, where it looked like they hadn't finished painting the jersey. Oh, that was bad. Dude, that was that horrendous. was horrendous. This is this is a little nicer. Ibra's back in the lineup, and uh, there I guess there's rumors that Leon's going to move to uh, Arsenal or somewhere else, and Ibra's saying no, you should stay. And he's like, look, I already lowered my salary for him. I'm playing for free. 
what else does he want? Does he also want my house? I'll give him my house, but he just can't have my family. <laughs> <laughs> he can't have so he's asking him to stay, but I think Ibra... Ibra should be happy that he's playing on AC Milan Ibra, right now. Ibra, it's time to move off into the sunset. Yeah. yeah. We've been done with you three years ago. I don't know what he's still doing here. But. Also, Ibra has gallivanted all over like every team in Europe. Like, Who is he to tell someone not to fucking move to another team? Yeah. Yeah. He's joking, though. He's it's, funny it's guy. a funny quote. It's yeah, a funny no, quote. I, he says he's playing for free. I highly doubt that. He'll he give probably doesn't get paid that much, as much as the stars on the team. <laughs> Ibra comes home. This is not my beautiful house. <laughs> <laughs> this is not my beautiful wife. <laughs> uh, What's Leal doing here? <laughs> um, Seriously, though, Leal went to Arsenal would be the move. It'd be sick, yeah. yeah. You, think no ha- you think he could hack it at Arsenal, Leal? Of course. Leal. You don't think yeah. he can play in Premier League? I don't know. You see him at the World Cup? Yeah. Dude, he's getting hacked in Serie A. He's getting, like, it's yeah. not going to be worse in England. He's got the Jets, man. I think the English defenders are a little bit more aggressive than the Italian ones, for sure. They are. He's a tough guy, though. He's a tough guy. Ronaldo handled it all those years when he was young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe he just needs a, a bigger challenge. Maybe he's just getting bored in Italy. Yeah. I, I'd be interested in watching the challenge, yeah. obviously. I think even Spain, a step up, would be interesting. I think England's the movement. More eyes, more money. He'll be happy. He can finally pay off fucking sporting. Let him <laughs> yeah. tell him to leave him alone. Oh yeah, no, trust me. Eng- I, I love watching. He loves rap. Go up to England. He loves rap music. London has a sick drill scene. I mean, yeah. the move is Arsenal. Dude, what if he teams oh. up with Stormzy and, yeah. and Mourinho? Exactly. He sound good on drill. He should do drill. Dude, Holland wants to be a rapper too. You guys hear about this? Oh my god! Someone oh god. interviewed Holland. They said, <laughs> "What would you?" He's already busy doing being a Terminator. They said, "What would you do if you were a footballer?" He said, "I want to be a rapper." Oh my god! Look, I don't want to discriminate, but white people should not rap. <laughs> That's okay, <true>. yeah. <laughs> it's not for you. <laughs> They're the worst at it. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I disagree. Okay. There's a couple here and there. Action Bronson. Oh, yeah, Jack Harlow. Like, you like, like Jack Harlow? You're a big Jack Harlow guy. Post Malone okay. guy. Nah. Action Bronson. Back to football. Beto scores the opening goal for Udinez as he fake shots the goalie. They tie Spezia 2 2. Who did he, everyone, who did he look like on that play? Ronaldo. Brazilian yes. Ronaldo. Absolutely. <laughs> he looked just like him. You heard it here first, folks. Beto <laughs> is know, better though, than Brazilian Ronaldo. No, I'm just saying he did a really good Ronaldo per- impression. <laughs> Yeah, good for Beto. Good to see him scoring again. Those scrubs from the other side of Milan, they lose one nothing to Bologna. Enter. Let's hope this uh, downfall continues. And Porto can beat them the next round in, what, two weeks or something? March 14th. That's when it happens. Bundesliga, Germany, Leipzig beats Frankfurt 2-1. Andre Silva relegated to a late sub, maybe because he was being rested after Champions League, uh, Portuguese right-back Buta would come off the bench and provide an assist for Frankfurt's only goal. You guys know Buta? Nice. Yeah, I've been hearing about Buta lately. Yeah. More and more. Played at Benamar, went to Benfica, apparently couldn't crack it there. They sent his ass to Antwerp. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, he's been playing for the junior teams for a while. 26, right-back. I don't know if he'll make it at all. Hey, 26, you're in your prime, and you're at Frankfurt. Congratulations. He's born in Angola. Maybe he'll go play for Angola. Nice. I don't think he'll. We got too many right backs right now for the national team. Good run. Uh, Bayern curb stomp Union Berlin 3 nothing as they make it clear no other teams can challenge for the top spot. Damn, they did the same thing PSG did to Marseille. Yep. You're, like, you're coming for my title. But that being said, there has to be still, I'm sure, one more Dare Classicer left. Dare Classicer. Oh, Dortmund's the real challenge. Rafael yep. Guerrero. They're tight on points right Bellingham. now. Bellingham. 
the others. Yep. Holler. <laughs> Reyna. Royce. Yep. Geo. Little Geo. Um, but yeah, Bayern Dortmund tied at 46 points. Union Berlin in third. Leipzig in fourth. And Friedberg in fifth. Tight. Yes. Other news. Ronaldo bags his first half hat trick against Damak FC. One penalty and two goals, as well as an offside goal just by inches. Almost made it four. Nice goals, but looks like it's a little too easy for him there. Yeah. I was talking to Evan on the weekend. I was like, I was like, why is Ronaldo here? <laughs> just just for the money? Like he couldn't be in like a top ten club in the world right now. Well, no one wanted him after their interview, so it's good to just go here and stay fit. Then maybe someone will want you later. I think so. I think it's so wasted. Well, we talked about it when Danny was here. Just like he's not. There's so much heat on him after not, everything that happened. Yeah, and he's not a guy who will accept a diminished role. So other teams want to use him, and we said he's not as sharp as he used to be, and some teams just want a striker that's going to come on in the 60th minute and after. And he says, no, i got to play at least 80, and if we're still tied, I want to play 105 minutes until, you know what I mean? And he doesn't want to get subbed off. He's not going to be a team player. Well, then go to Saudi Arabia, man. True. They'll play you, and you pretty much run that team. Like, look at... Okay, so Woot Weghorst is on the Manchester United team, right? And Cristiano Ronaldo could do exactly what Boot Weghorst is doing on Manchester United. Just has to, what, he's a good pass. Ronaldo, as we were seeing in Saudi Arabia, is a great passer of the ball. He can still do that. The only thing he can't do, do anymore is dribble, but he can still shoot. He can still head. But he doesn't want, you know, to be the team player. He doesn't want to, you know, I don't know what he's like in training, but he's not a part of that team. He's just complaining about jacuzzis and shit, so... They would have loved to have Ronaldo, a, a nice Ronaldo, a, yeah. a compliant a, Ronaldo, a, a team a, player, a team Com- Ronaldo. Compliance a good word. Right? Yeah. He needs to kind of check in and let that like Zlatan role of like, okay, you're not going to be first choice. He's a stubborn man with an ego. Yeah. And that's where stubborn men with egos play. <laughs> <laughs> he scored his 126th goal with his left foot. He has more goals with his left foot than Bale has in his whole career, as well as Giroud. He's behind Van Persie, Robin, Griezmann, Podolski, Salah, Hulk, and then Messi. Wow. And Oscar season is coming up. My left foot, I believe, was uh, <laughs> that Irish guy's first movie that he won an Oscar for. Was he Irish? What? That guy. Wait up. The Mohicans. We've already talked about two of his movies already. Wait a I drink your Go milkshake. Shake. What the fuck is that guy's name? Daniel oh, Day-Lewis. Daniel Day-Lewis. Day-Lewis. Is he Irish? Yes. Uh, there's that movie where he's he's in the Irish jail, and he's got the Benfica poster beside him. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's telling crazy. you guys about that. In the 60s, because Benfica was a great team. Yeah. So this is a list of the top 10 left-footed goals. Yeah. Scores, like the most all-time that they have scored with their left foot. Oh, in the 21st century. Oh, in the 21st century. Okay. But half these people are left-footed. All of them are left-footed. Except for Ronaldo. Yeah. He's, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He's scored more goals with his left foot than Bale has with his left foot in his whole career. And Giroud. And Giroud. Giroud scores with his head a lot. Yeah. Giroud's a big header guy. Damn. Yeah. Pretty wild. Nice to see Hulk up there in second place. Yeah. That's crazy. He's got no right foot, though. Um, Do you think Ronaldo has seen this list on the Sport TV Thing and he's gonna be like, well, if I have the opportunity, I'm gonna stop it with my right on like a breakaway and make sure it goes in with my <laughs> left, it? just to Wait, get his numbers up. He's yeah. coming for Van Persie. Yeah, three yeah, more, three more yeah. goals. Well, the, what he always says is, "Hey, I I don't chase records. The I the records chase me." Right? Mm-hmm. That's what he always says. So 
Yeah, he just keeps doing them. He doesn't. He's not looking at these charts or anything. Yeah. I'm telling you, he will after this. Here's another one that they post every time he scores a hat trick: is 30 hat tricks before the age of 30, and now he's at 32 after. Very impressive. Saudi Arabian hat tricks have an asterisk beside yeah. it. He's got the asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> That's his favorite thing. Other news: uh, Jota, they won a trophy. Their Scottish Cup with the Rangers there. Not Rangers, Celtic. Uh, it's like the Scottish League Cup, I yeah. guess. I don't know Evan, what it was. Don't you ever fuck that up again. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> People, will sorry, come, People will come after yeah, you for that one. Uh, but yeah, he picked up a trophy on the weekend. Good for him. Uh, TFC dropped the ball in their season opener to DC United as they give away the lead. And then the win. Insignia walks off <laughs> injured in the 30th. This is so bad, man. Tough pill to swallow. They were up yeah. 2-1. We were bad luck. We shouldn't have been watching that game. Well, I was in a very nice establishment on uh, on Bloor Street. A beautiful house. Uh, a house even of Lancaster, you might say. They had the game on? <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. Have and I looked up, and, but I was looking at other stuff. There's a lot going on in this place, right? And I was looking at other stuff, but then I look up, and it was 2-1, and I go, oh. And then they scored. It was 2-2, and I was like, 87th minute, I think it was, something like that. I was like, damn, they just, they just let them tie. And Didn't think about it again. Then I found out the next day they lost that game. Yep. How? Uh, we were watching the game. <laughs> they went down one nothing. We had to go take an Uber somewhere. We Dude. went to a bar. In between, TFC scored two goals. We get to the bar. As soon as we walk in, DC ties the game, and then they lose it. Yep. They were going for the win. Like, uh, Benedeschi was trying to run down the wing a couple times. Dude, he just loses the ball. He like, had what a the great hell? chance at the end. Yeah. It's Deacon in the box. He's so good. I love Bernadeschi. You know what I think Insigne said? Is it too cold? And he just left. <laughs> too cold. A little too cold for why, his little bones. Why are injured. they playing in North America at the end of February? Like, there's snow outside. Yeah. It's fucking insane. It's we a long season. We don't get a home game for like a month. That's good. That's how it should be. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't play at home until like beginning of April. Yeah. Like the baseball team does. March 11th. But it's also kind of nice because then you end load the season with home games when you need the points the most. Yeah, that's good. So kind of an advantage. What yeah. about uh, like Chicago? Does Chicago have home games? Because they're arguably colder than us. Yeah, we're about lined up the same. Yeah. Probably not. Probably not. I think the, yeah. they. Pro- if I was making the schedule, that's what I would do. All the games yeah. are in Orlando or whatever. It's yeah. just the first two that are away for TFC. Really? Oh, so they're going to start being playing in March. Yeah. Ooh. Me and Chris went to a game in February. It was we got lucky though. It was like one of the warmer days. Mm-hmm. And cool. He- you know, play a snow game. They do it in Russia. Yeah. Yeah. And this week, uh, DC United, Pedro Santos. He's playing against them. Oh, yeah, he's on DC now. No longer a Columbus boy. I thought he was going to die there. Hmm. Oh, well. <laughs> die there? Yeah. yeah. Retire, I guess. Mm, I like Poor choice of words. <laughs> yeah, bad choice of words today, guys. Mixing <laughs> up uh, Scottish teams. Uh, you guys got anything else for other news? Oh, those kits that uh, TFC actually... Oh, yeah, the, the Onyx kits? Yeah, I, st- Onyx. I was talking to a guy in the bar recently, and I think it's just throughout the entire TFC community, they all agree. Like, what the hell is it? Yeah. Why is it mostly gray? Yeah. We're the reds, not the grays. But they've always used Onyx in all the kits. All I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of the colors for some reason. I think the they need to color. cut out Onyx. And I yeah. think some fans wanted an Onyx kit back, but it, the Onyx kit couldn't be the away kit because the, the away kit always has to be white. Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is the white kit looks ugly, too. <laughs> so are we still going with the the split down the middle? Yeah, yeah. we're, just, we're just keeping that. They one of them they keep for two years. They I alternate. Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. a new away kit, new home kit every year. One. Well, I can't wait till they come up with a good looking kit. Especially, especially when people want to buy them because they're in Sydney and this and that. So, anyways, That's if you're from thinking. Toronto, vote with your money and don't buy it. Make them learn their lesson. Yep, I don't mind it actually. 
It's grown on me a wow. little. Wow. <laughs> I'm just going to have one of these before we have a home game. <laughs> it's going to be ready for that first game. You hate it, Chris? I don't particularly like it, no. I don't think it's the worst, but I'm not going to buy it. No. And I don't even have a TFC kit. I don't know. I'm a proud TFC Well, it's supporter. not a good time to have one, yeah. Yeah. And what do we think about the team? They need, like, another big striker or something, no? Well, they just traded away uh, Jimenez. Oh, wow. Okay. No more Jesus. They yeah. don't have Jesus powers. Jesus Jimenez is gone. Okay. Oh, Dios mio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, before we move on, checking in on Braga, and they are losing 2 nothing to Guimarães, end of the first half, or start of the second. Uh, goals by Thiago Silva and Safira. Damn. These so. games are crazy, though. Remember in the Tasa what happened? So who knows? Might be a comeback. We'll see. We'll go hey, watch the second half. It's going to take one Guimarães red card, and they're back in it. Yeah. All righty. Stonk of the week. Kazoo. Kazoo, yes. Olienense. I think it's like Oliverens. Oliverens. Yes, that was a good one. Yeah, nice little one-timer. Uh, Juan Wonder, 98. Now, usually when Cristiano Ronaldo scores a hat-trick, we give it to him. But you've saying these are coming with an asterisk now. Yeah. yeah. Wow, they've been diminished. And I'm going to tell you right now, if he gets another Juan Wonder this week, it, these hat-tricks are going to be nothing to me moving <laughs> forward. That's it. You know, like when you uh, say you're playing an old video game, uh, Super Mario, you get the star for that level, right? You go back, you do the level again, you get the other star, and it's it's not quite it's that blue. big. It's blue star, right? <laughs> it's not yeah. as good. It's, it's, not, the real it's not the big shiny gold star. It's a blue star. So that's kind of what this feels like to mm. me moving. No, was the worst when you jump into the blue star by accident. You still had like something else to complete. Oh yeah, that yeah. was annoying because then it ends your your level. Best part was jumping in the paintings. That was really cool. <laughs> yeah, made that. Yeah. Um, how about Joe Mario? Two, another two goals in a league first place. I mean, he's having a season. He's a top goal scorer in the league. Yep. A lot of penalties, though. Great season. He's the penalty expert. A lot of penalties. It's a skill. You still have to score him. That's true. Uh, was there a good goalie performance you like from any Portuguese players? Jose saw. Jose saw, but they tied the game. Saw, but they tied. They did. Anyone in the Premier League? Bruno oh. Fernandes won a title. He won a title. He got a nice assist. He's been playing well recently. Yeah. In the Premier League, there's also Ruben Diaz. Happy birthday, okay. Pep. Happy Joao birthday, Wonder. Pep. He doesn't <laughs> no. get one for having a birthday and almost breaking a guy's leg. I know. I'm just trying to think of anyone else. I don't want to give it to Joe Mario. But we don't want to do Ronaldo. No, not for another hat trick. Take it to a vote. Maybe the next hat trick. Yeah. Okay. No, I could do Joe Mario. Joe okay. Mario. Of course I will vote for Joe Mario. Joe Mario. All right. Uh, thanks once again for listening. Hit us up on the socials at Portugal underscore corner on Twitter, at Portugal corner on Insta. You can email us at the Portugal corner at gmail.com. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Take a minute to leave a rating or a view. Check out the oldies if you'd like. Final thoughts? Anything, guys? Nothing? Check out the pod. We're just four of... <laughs> yeah. uh, Portuguese hey. brothers, four Portuguese cousins. Yeah. Check out comedian Mike Rita. Yeah. <laughs> He's hilarious. We man. didn't talk about our weekend at all. We went to go see Mike Rita. That was fucking so funny. Yeah. He does some Portuguese jokes and Toronto jokes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. He said he has a TV show coming out on yep. RTP. So keep an eye out for that. That's him amazing. Him and the, uh, the, Portuguese, the Portuguese, kids. Portuguese kids. About a Portuguese family coming to North America. Yeah. That's crazy. crazy. Oh, it's like acting? Yeah. Oh. I think it's going to be skit. Skit based. Skits. Yeah, oh, I don't think it's going to be like that. 
But we'll see. We're yeah, going to we'll find see. out. We'll see. Okay. Yeah. All right. Have a good one, guys. We'll uh, see you next week. Bye-bye. Never look me in the eye like a gypsy selling roses. Mysterious lady with the dragon tattoo on her shoulder. Let the Tommy off out the stroller with the motor. And jump over the hood of the Jaguar like a Jaguar. Oh, man. Come the fuck on, man. You know it's me, bitch. You can find me in a tree like a black Jaguar. Or an aisle three at Pathmark. About to buy my son a Matchbox car. My performance like Aaron Donald at the Combine. Love and hate, there's a fine line. Uh, Should I let it go? No. Or turn them to a wonton? Uh, you be gone long time. Uh, I'm positioned at high ground, covering the shore. Uh, Your bitch got a face like Paulie Shore. Uh, it takes uh, forever to put a long 44 uh, out my shorts. I don't give a fuck if you're 500 pounds, you're getting tossed up. Uh, bitch, I'm all high and sourced up. Uh, I put five Corvette engines in a Porsche uh, truck. Red seats look like raw duck. Uh, Just hike the ball to me on the fourth hut. Uh, Fucking bitch. Me, Bacava, El Coco Trillo. Goddamn, bro, you're looking like a bison. Nah, dog, I look like M. Bison. Black Widow on my tricep. You can find a head in the freezer next to them rainbow ices. Yeah, you see me with that all day glow. Two door forest, green country, Range Rover.